and welcome to the News Podcast. I'm Brad. And I'm Jeremy. And Jeremy, we're doing episode 155. 155. I can't drive. 155. <laughs> we should definitely not be driving and podcasting, so no. that makes sense. No. But we are in a car this, this week. No, we're not. No. Uh, we are doing our sneakles. We're finishing up that series. What's a sneakle? Uh, again, a sneakle is a term that we came up with. That's right. That basically, it is a movie. Suck it. We did it. Suck it, movie world. So it's basically a, it's a, a movie that was supposed to be the second in a series. Mm-hmm. But for whatever reason, the script was... Changed, changed, canceled, whatever. Tossed it was, out. It, yeah, it basically made into repurposed else. into yeah. its own movie. So far we've talked about E.T., which used to be, I think, called Dark Skies. And then it was... I think Night Skies. Night Skies. Yes, you're right. <laughs> and then it was... Uh, we talked about Die Hard, which was supposed to be the sequel to The Detectives. Yes. To The Detective. To not True Detective. No, just the detective. detective. Yeah. Yes. We're back with Detectives... Though, yeah. but this time around, it's uh, the movie Solace, Solace that was supposed to be the sequel to Seven, called Eight. Yeah, with the the number eight. Yes, in the middle, like in Seven. Right, like Seven needed Instead a sequel. Instead of the to G, begin with. it was an eight. Yeah, Seven did not need a sequel. No. Okay, you the, the four main characters. Right. Right. One's one got shot in the head. The other one got. Her head cut off. Spoiler alerts for a movie from 1995. <laughs> one was close to retirement, and the other one is, you know, kind of going through his own shit because his wife, yeah, you know, his head, right, head was right. in a box. How are you going to make a sequel from that? Right. Well, let me tell but, you. <laughs> but, they, but they wanted to because a lot of people at the time wanted to have a sequel from for Seven. I don't know why. Yeah. But they were like, we should have a sequel because they enjoyed that movie. So in 1995, people were like, we could use a lot more of this grittiness with the seven deadly sins. Also, well, what was that script going to be? Yeah, I don't know. Were they going to add a sin? They're going to add a deadly sin. That we didn't know about? Yeah. They're like, oh, check out. uh, This is a sin that's in in the Bible. And snorkeling. Yeah, whatever. Or, you know. I think you're too good for... Too good for diving, but better than breathing straight air. And also, Snorkeling. the movie, which this movie has some kind of supernatural elements <laughs> yes. to it. They were going to have uh, Winterset, played by Morgan Freeman, yeah. his character, to be a psychic all of a sudden. Yeah. And... Um, turns out he has powers. Turns out he has powers and pick up a pin and no... What the serial killer is going to be. Yeah, like psychometry. If and, he did yeah. in the first one, he would know that the first uh, serial killer is also a creep named Kevin Spacey. Uh, <laughs> correct. Well, okay. But whatever. So, and this is almost a, it's a double whammy kind of a thing for yes. us. Because we talk about all the time. Mm-hmm. And, and we, we discussed it here about like kind of the reverse thing where it was like you had a standalone movie script. And then it gets repurposed to American Psycho 2 right. or Lost Boys 2 or whatever the hell. Like, it gets repurposed yeah. into something else. This is another movie that that kind of started with. So what mm-hmm. happened was there was a movie named Solace that, according to everything I've seen, 
looked nothing like the movie that we have right now. Really? Okay. With the exception of it had a psychic detective and a psychic villain. But it was it was written by the same guy, right? I, I think. Uh, no, not no? initially. I don't think okay. it was. I think it was somebody else wrote it. Okay. But the studio was like, we love this. We want this. And we want it to be the sequel to Seven. Because they were really chomping at the bit for that. And so then they brought the same guy in to try to... I'm going to assume Seven at that point, it wasn't a big smash hit in the theaters. But it gained kind of traction yeah. through a lot of home video and, yeah. and cult status. Do you, do you know what yeah. I mean? And yes. so maybe they were like, well, let's cash cow that thing, yeah. I guess. But David Fincher, the director of, of obviously Seven, um, did not want Morgan Freeman to have psychic abilities. Well, yeah. Like, do you blame him? I mean, no, not at all. Well, and the the fact that they tried to shoehorn that into being whatever, but then they, they rewrote it. So that it has more of the feel of a Fincher movie. This this movie? Yeah. It tries to. They they rewrote the script to do that. It doesn't succeed. But then very everybody well. was like no. no, we're not doing this. Like no. Morgan Freeman was like hard pass. Mm-hmm. Fincher was like no. no. Uh, and so the studio was like, Ooh, what if we turned it into a movie again called Solace? So mm-hmm. they took back the original name, but then they left the the, the setup kind of the same. And even to the point of, like, where the directing, you can tell it's almost like fincher light. Trying to be. Trying to be. But it's trying to be Fincher in 1995 and not so much, you know, Girl on a Train or, right. you know, 2000s. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is more, like, rooted trying to be in the 90s in a way. Yeah. And it doesn't work for a movie that came out, what, in 2015? Yeah. No. It came out, like, almost 20, no, 20 years too late. No, and if that's the case, date it back then and make it a period piece. Yeah. But the, you know the, I mean? the music and everything is almost, it's mm-hmm. so, like, it just does not, it's, like, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. And it feels doesn't like work it's, for It this. feels like it's about 10 years Yes, if you're watching late, this movie for the first most. time, you are thinking this movie is from 2005. Yeah. It, ten it, years, absolutely. Ten years. It, it feels like younger like, than what it should. It feels be. like this should have been made ten to twenty years ago, and yeah. instead it was not. It feels like it was. Yeah, it probably was, and they just shelved it. Uh, maybe, maybe. Who knows? But D- so, but, like, why don't we get? A, do you want a plot synopsis? Well, do you have one? Uh, yeah. Let me, okay. Why don't we cover that first? Here. Yeah. So, because this movie has some things that are kind of weird about it. Yeah. A psychic doctor. Hmm. John Clancy, played by Sir Anthony Hopkins, works with an FBI special agent, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, in search of a serial killer, Charles Ambrose, played by Colin Farrell. After having lived in isolation for two years since the death of his daughter, Clancy is asked by his friend Joe, an FBI special agent, to help him solve several murders committed by a serial killer. The problem is that Ambrose is also psychic and far ahead of Clancy. What? Twist. Yeah. You know, there's some taglines to this movie. One of the taglines was, how do you stop a killer who can read your mind? Another one is, a serial killer who can see your future, a psychic who can save it. And the third one is, how do you get into a killer's head when he's already in yours? Those are the taglines for Solace, the movie in 2015. The second one's not bad. The second one's not bad. Um, well, this I, movie is cr- 
crazy and a little weird. And yeah, it's because it's, it's trying so hard to be fincher It's trying really hard to be Fincher. I really like the screen writer, but don't prefer this movie. Screenwriter is Ted Griffin. He wrote Matchstick Men, which you love. Yeah. He also created Terriers. Which is a great short-lived yeah. TV show, which makes sense that we get we get a lot of people from uh, Sean Ryan shows like Sons of Anarchy and The Shield. They they are in here um, as uh, characters, but we do have Anthony Hopkins as John Clancy, uh, Colin Farrow as uh, the Kevin Spacey killer, uh, not killer Kevin Spacey, but you know the serial yeah, gotcha. killer. Yep. Gotcha. Uh, Jeffrey D. Morgan. So if Jeffrey D. Morgan is in something, we're almost for sure he's going to die. It's in his contract. <laughs> he dies in every fucking thing he's in. He's he never right. Makes it. And then Abby Cornish as his partner. Abby Cornish is an NPR uh, radio host. No, that's Ani Cornish. Sorry, I got confused. She's an Australian actress. She was Sweet Pea in Sucker Punch. She was Sweet Pea. For those who were playing along. She is Sweet Pea. Then we got uh, Marley Shelton as um, Jeffrey D. Morgan's wife. You might know her as Wendy Peppercorn from The Sandlot. That was Wendy Peppercorn. Did you know that? Okay. Yeah. I just wanted to say that because I thought that was kind of weird that here we are. She has like her dutiful self as as a housewife now. And then we have um, some Xander Berkeley there, and uh, yeah, that's about yeah. pretty much uh, it for like really big names. So I mean, not a lot of big names, but I do enjoy these actors. Yeah. But I just don't think that this is a movie that's directed very well. This is an unexperienced director. This is his first and probably only, if I if I did read correctly. Um, major motion picture that that it's American. He's mostly Portuguese and does Portuguese yeah. movies. Yeah. Uh from Brazil. And um it just doesn't work for me. No. Um I don't know. What what do you want to start with this? Well, okay, first I wanna I wanna because I had looked for this quote. Right. Do so you want to start with the, the seven thing? But go ahead. Yeah, they asked David Fincher mm-hmm. to direct it originally. Oh. And when he he was just like no, especially because he was not gonna like, he hated the fact they were con- connected and that it was like you wanted to continue the story or whatever. He was like no, so his quote was, "I would be less interested in that than I would in having cigarettes put out in my eyes." Mm-hmm. Uh, I keep trying to get out from under my own shadow. Uh, I don't want to do the same shit over and over, not even for, say, eight. (laughs) Which is, well, I mean, Fincher does and doesn't. Yeah. Like, he is an auteur. He is an actor like Wes Anderson or other actors, directors. Um, You have Michael Mann. They have a style. Very much so, yeah. Very much so. You know you're watching a David Fincher movie. Right. The camera follows the actor wherever it goes. Uh, It's kind of shaky in that way. Yeah. Uh, It's a lot longer, a little drawn out, uh, just the way it is. And the tones and the colors are kind of muted in certain certain areas. You know you're watching a David Fincher movie, right? Right. This is trying to be a David Fincher movie. Yes. But it really is just every other generic movie. And there's nothing new 
that this I think this movie really suffered in the fact that it was like here's a movie that I wrote an original screenplay called Solace and then someone was like make it the sequel to seven and then when they're like mm, we don't like that they're like well then make it back to the movie Solace yeah. so I think that you get lost in translation there yeah and I think it just really it's, suffered from that yeah it's like and when, it did suffer from the director as yeah, well yeah kind of maybe language barrier or editing, but there's there's really choppy editing yes. where I don't know what's going on in this movie. Yeah, I don't know about you, but I'm well, like, what yeah, the fuck and, is going and on? And I I agree with you about the whole lost in translation mm-hmm. thing. So for those of you who have never seen it, seen before, that movie? Well, that no. is Bill Murray. Okay. <laughs> no, they people were were doing these things because it was funny where you would take you would take like either a well known quote or like some paragraph mm-hmm. of of text. You would translate it to another language and then translate it back to English and mm. see what it came up with. Because a lot of times those translators will mm-hmm. pick a more common phrasing. And so, like, you would have quotes that were really goofy sounding or you were like, what is this supposed to be? You know, even though it's the same mm. words and you had to really think about it. That's almost what happens here. It feels like they took the psychic movie, turned it into a seven movie, and then turned it back to the psychic well, it's, movie. It's like the serial killer detective movie, right? Yeah. Uh, which Silence of the Lambs was sort of, and then also a horror movie yeah. wrapped in all that. That kind of changed the genre, right? Yeah. Kind of changed the way it is. We now have Anthony Hopkins in this. So I keep thinking about that and how that, that movie moved it forward. Then you have Seven that does the same thing about three years later and kind of just changes the way you get movies. Because there was a lot of movies that kind of mimicked seven after that movie came out because it was just such an interesting way of you know because this was like before that he really wasn't a hit right yeah like david fincher was kind of an up-and-coming um you had i think fight club after this or before this or around yeah. the same time mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. such a flop in the, in, the, in the theaters as well i mean david fincher really didn't come to his own until later on um as far as his popularity is concerned. And so you have so much of other movies inside this movie that it gets lost in translation. That's what we mean. And it just becomes to where it's, it's always reminding me of something better. Yeah. Agreed. Which a movie shouldn't do. It should be kind of challenging me and changing the way I see things. This, this movie doesn't do this. This movie is, a, uh, I mean, it does. It could have. Yeah. Like, I like the premise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the premise isn't bad. Right. Necessarily. It's just like, if it would have been, if they wouldn't have spent so much time trying to make it seem like this. Slow burn. Of yeah, like, like, like Fincher mm-hmm. slow burn thing. I think they could have made it a little bit more interesting. Right, because um, uh, Colin Farrell, Farrell, he doesn't show up. It's It's like. Spacey, he doesn't show only, up until like yeah. an hour into the movie. Yes, it's only an hour and 40 minutes long-ish, you know? and he shows up at the hour and eight minute Right, part. and about that time, Henry, Henry, Henry D. Morgan, or whatever his name is, okay, Henry D. Morgan. Jeffrey D. Morgan. Jeffrey D. Morgan, yep. sorry, yes. MacGyver. Uh, MacGyver? <laughs> Isn't that Harry? That, that's, uh, no, that's no. something, yes, Harry Dean Stanton? No, Rockwell? that's someone else. God <laughs> damn it. Sarah Michelle Gellar? No, three names. <laughs> oh, God. Damn it. Uh, Patrick Harris. But you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. He's already dead in the, in the fucking movie. Yes. 
You know, and it's like, okay, you kill him off, which I thought was at least interesting, but I think it's because he, again, has that in his contract. And he, yeah. was, he even died he, in, like, Watchmen. He lives, well, yeah, but it's important death in that yeah, one. That's he true. lives in the movie The Losers, which was a DC movie. Well, again, but that's called The Losers. Yeah, but Chris Evans was in that, too, yeah, because he has to be in half of, <laughs> half of the uh, comic book movies in the world. But it just seems... Like so, he's a serial killer that's killing people who have like um, terminal illnesses. Yeah, hence the solace part of it. Yeah, like the doctor. Death he's saving them from. Kind of thing. He's, he's trying to save pain. them from a bunch of suffering. Yes, he knows. He sees that they're going to suffer. Yeah, he doesn't want that. He's also a psychic, I guess. And Anthony Hopkins is helping the FBI because he's a psychic as well who lost his daughter to leukemia. Yeah. Who picks up pins or something like his psychic ability is he picks up something and goes, Oh, I can see what, what this was. He uses psychometry to touch things and, and I mean, this is a thing though. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's weird. That's crazy. I mean, if you, yeah, if you believe, I mean, if you believe in it, yes, then then it is. I'm not going to, again, I'm not going to judge people for believing that, but um, I don't know. When I'm watching this movie, I feel like it could have been more of a TV show. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Either, either like the premise. Yes. Um, either it almost more, could have been like faster a, or a TV show or like a six episode. Yes. Thing. Um, limited series or something. Yeah. Um, you know, and I think the thing that, uh, I think that like there were some cool. I will say there were some cool things that I was like, "Ooh, do more of that," but that they really didn't get too much. Okay, what were they? I like that. Um, and the first time we see it uh, is when there's a, a woman who's been killed in a bathtub, and like Anthony Hopkins' character goes in there and he touches her and watches like you see her like basically split into a bunch of different people. And I was like, wait, what's happening? But I think it was looking at all the possibilities. Right. And that happens later. He he but, he has a vision of himself getting shot. And then, like, he's like, whoop, and kind of goes another way. It's almost like that movie uh, uh, Next that had Nicolas Cage in it. And uh, No. What about Sliding Doors? Where no, the possibilities? No. Ron Lola Run? No. What about that? No. What about Sliding Doors? No. Again. Okay. Yeah. This sliding was that a sliding door of your sliding door question? <laughs> no, and I get that, but like it happens a couple times. But the one that bothers me, I don't know. There's one where he goes inside someone else, and then we see him. I don't know. It's weird. Like it doesn't work sometimes. It yeah. works for that that scene, yeah. and that's actually a really fine scene. Yeah, that that you see. Um, again, but it's very it's or, very Fincher trying to be. Where Colin you know. Farrell like. He basically uses his powers to be like, which way am I going to go? And like, no. you see, he knows that Anthony Hopkins can't pin down which way he's going to go. So you see like a hundred different Colin Farrell's walking mm. all, in all these different directions. And he has to like focus. The yeah, I guess real. so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that kind of stuff could have been very interesting. And like, I was just like, Ooh, what is this? Like thinking maybe there would be more of that kind of stuff where it was like seeing the possibilities. Mm. Um, what if what if the movie was was like halfway through backwards? Then all of a sudden, oh wait, that's Tenant. Sorry, uh, no, okay. no, that would have only made it even more boring <laughs> uh, and overrated. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, like 
and it's like some of the flashes he has of stuff, even though it's like haphazard, it's kind of cool because it's like mm. you're piecing things together as you go. But like, it's almost like, so here's, here's my problem, especially with like movies like this, especially with like the psychic aspect is there's really not Anthony Hopkins sees everything that he needs to see. Right. Mm-hmm. Sees all these check, like, you know, these waypoints of like, Oh my God, that's this thing. That's this. Now in a normal movie, where you were like the psychic guy couldn't figure it out, but he had to go and like, you know, try to figure out who the killer is still. He might see all those things in a vision and end up looking for those things or being like, there's the cross I saw. We Mm -hmm. need to go this way or whatever. Like it would lead him on something. Mm -hmm. They don't even like acknowledge when those things happen. They tried it at the end, but it's almost like too late. Like when they're in the train. Yes. At the end scene. Yeah. It was like, see, doesn't this look familiar? Yes. It's like, okay, now you're trying that. But like, that should have been something that we've established. It should have helped with the narrative. Yeah. Yes. Like but, early on. But they, but but they don't they do that. jammed so much with like, then there was like a weird different serial killer thing that was more seven-ish. Like, you know, that's yeah, like in the middle of it. that was a little weird, but I think that was to throw them off. Yeah, but it, but it still it was work. stupid it was so because... Awkward. So it was like in a popping so, field or something. He was like, "Look, yeah, over there, the garbage can." Right. So okay. So um, and the, some of the visuals are okay. Like there was a most times these people no, are murdered. I the disagree. People are murdered by um, he like somebody uh, the guy comes up behind them and stabs them with a spike like right at the base of their uh the base of their skull yeah which kills them instantly. I mean, they even have a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, great, ooh, thanks. But it, but it's a quick, painless death. Yeah, because I know, that's but... that's what he's trying to do. Yeah. It's like he's trying to get, stop them from suffering. Mm-hmm. He's trying to bring solace. Yeah, which it makes sense. But then, like in the middle of it, because uh, the lady has a bunch of lilies in, uh, like stargazer lilies, like in a bathtub when she's killed. So they, uh, he somehow has a vision of like mm. a lily field. And so they're like, or whatever yeah. it is. Uh, and so they're like, let's go find it. And so they find yeah. it. He feels some that are cut. And then all of a sudden he looks like he's in a field full of these things mm. and sees a trash can where it's like, oh, okay. Like, it's just, it's so weird that like the way it connects. Yeah. And there was a, um, they go to a, they go to an apartment and you see on one side of the room is well it's just like guts or something like that and then on the other side of the room it looks like somebody's been like smushed into the wall like it's gruesome the scene looks yeah gruesome. there's a it's heart very it's very seven right there's a heart that's like, the most seven probably to the seen. wall yeah and whatever and it's just it's super gory and it looks like it has nothing to do with it it and doesn't so, right because it's not that all it's there for is to lure jeffrey uh jeffrey dean morgan into right. a place where he's going to get shot and die to end his suffering because surprise right. we, they he has wrote that scene cancer. so he can die yeah because he's got cancer because now suddenly he has cancer and he didn't tell anybody great thanks and now he's dying now instead of months down the road you know but again okay but, there's but a scene, why would but that, that happen no at the tub then. at that tub when they were you know investigating the woman he coughs a couple times. Uh, uh, uh. 
That means he's got cancer. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's what it was. That yeah. was that was supposed to be your foreshadowing. Was it? That was off screen, by the way. Yeah, I mean, there's a dead body, so I just thought he was kind of getting... No, that was trying that. to be all like... Well, that was stupid. That also, was the beginning of the movie, was, like, I hate when the beginning of the movie's like, Webster's Dictionary defines yep. solace as <laughs> it's, it's, these two things. When the movie starts, like, the worst <sighs> wedding toast that you've ever yes, heard. and I'm just like... <laughs> Webster's Dictionary defines love as... Stop doing that, people. Yeah. No. Incorrect. But that's just me. <laughs> Um, you said visually appealing. I did not really. There, it I said sometimes it is. Mm. I thought there were some times, but most times it is just boring. Most times it is boring. Yeah. There's not even like, but the how Fincher, he lights it in certain ways to yeah. give to give you that that uh, grittiness or the the yeah the environment around you. Yeah. This movie is plastic. Yeah. It is everywhere. It is just plain Jane. Yeah. It is what it is. And a lot of the And then and then they put they try to put that that soundtrack. Yeah. That's kinda like grinding kind of thing. Yeah. And I'm like the early two no. thousands Yes. Of, yeah. It's very two thousands. And then at the end they 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 do something revolutionary, Jeremy. For twenty fifteen, they show you bullet time. Oh my god. Bullet time. And I'm like, no, a slow bullet. Here we go again. Like it's just. And it didn't even do anything cool. No, it was very cliche. Yeah. So was, okay. So like, there's a scene. There was so much potential to this movie. Yeah. There really was. No. Okay. So to have something kind of cool. I okay. So there was there was a part where I'm like, oh, this could have been cooler than uh-huh. it was, but so Colin Farrell, like they did this thing earlier. Where he leaves a note with the time on it. Mm-hmm. Yes. And they, they were like, he must Agreed. he must be right here. And Anthony Hopkins is like, no, he was here hours ago. He was, which he, it was like he was here hours ago, five which, hours ago. Yeah, which is okay. Like, there's nothing that says that, and he doesn't even look like he's doing it psychically. Like, it wasn't like he saw a clock through the killer's eyes to say that. He just, right. just said it. And but it's four fifteen when they arrived because the killer saw it. Um, it wasn't 420, which no. cost. That's what it costs you to rent this movie, by the way. Yeah, 420 on Amazon Prime. Or you can we watch saw it, it on, on Pluto. Yeah, on with Pluto commercials. With commercials, which is the way you should with, watch it. I, here's the thing if you are going to watch this movie, and I'm talking to you, listener, if you are going to watch this movie, please watch it on Pluto TV, which has commercials for dude wipes. Dude wipes. Every about 20 minutes. And so they Pop Tarts. Would, no, it's like they show a gruesome scene, and then. The, but you know how, like, Pluto yeah. kind of like cuts it. Cuts their commercials at the wrong time. Yeah. So there's like blood and guts on the wall, and they're like, dude wipes. And you're like, what? So please, if you're gonna watch this movie, do it with Pluto. Because well, it's the best. So they had a they had where he goes And like, Pop Tarts. Yeah, and there was like a Taco Tuesday it talked about. So Jeffrey <laughs> Dean Morgan's like crying. He's like I've got cancer. Tell my wife Dude wipes. Tell tell my wife and my son. Taco Tuesday is coming up and blah, blah, blah. And I just started losing it because I was like, oh, my God. This is the best timed commercial in this whole thing. Um, but you can watch it on Pluto. It's not It's not like edited no. or like swear words edited out. Or no, Pluto show, doesn't so. do that. You can watch it on Tubi as yeah. well for free. Same thing, probably. Yeah. It's got commercials. Probably mm-hmm. not Dude Wipes. Probably yeah, there's, there's lots of options. IMDb TV. Yes. Also commercials. Lots of options to watch so this. Lots of options to watch uh, this. It's probably cheap. 
to get on a lot of these probably networks. yeah to tell you the truth yep. and you know it's not the greatest um it looked like it was probably going to be direct to video but didn't yeah and then was like released was or was but also released in theaters at the same time or something like oh. that but oh. it was it yeah. did not do very well you're talking about uh box office 22 million yeah for this movie so but you know whatever so there are some things that i thought could have been cool too with like when I was talking about the thing where it said 415 on the... Look, I don't want to... Like, this is a fine movie. Again, people make movies. They made it. We have never made a movie before. But we are people that watch movies. So we're just saying what we enjoyed. And what... Go ahead. Yeah. I'm sorry. Um, So it was... Um... The 415 thing. Yeah. Uh, so Colin Farrell's character is in... Uh, they run into a room later where they he's supposed to be, and he's like talking to them through this video. Agreed. And like looking at them and mm-hmm. talking, they're like, "Wait, how's he doing this?" And he's talking, looking right mm-hmm. at them and speaking to them. But they also get a report of him being somewhere else because he saw it in the future where they mm-hmm. would be and is talking. And I was like, "Well, that's kind of cool." That's kind of cool. We know how they yeah. did that, obviously, but for like character purposes, I thought that was cool too because he yeah. follows her. Big gigantic screen follows uh, the the detective girl like around. I yeah. shouldn't say be like detective girl. Right. I should say her name. Yeah. Uh, what was her name? Uh, Catherine. Yeah. Uh, Agent Catherine, whatever. Yeah. Uh, Cowles. Cowles. Yeah. Um, follows her, you know, and then you know she knows where he's at and runs away. As she's running away. Uh, Colin Farrell follows her with her eyes the whole time. Yes. Yeah, it was cool yeah. to me. Obviously, we know how they did it. Right, right, right. But like through through character purposes, it yeah, was kind of cool. Like, that's what I wanted more of. I wanted scene. more of that. Yeah, yeah. correct. It's where he's like really amped also up on his abilities. A little bit more like you're a killer. So don't act like American version of Colin Farrell. Act like a killer. Yeah. Because you are a little bit not quite there because you're killing people. Well, I think this is the. I think this is a right, and from my opinion, I think this is the right level of nuts for him mm. because, because I don't want him to go bullseye no, I don't and think daredevil. Go over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bullseye and daredevil is too much. Agree. Like on par with the Jared Leto, lo, uh, oh, Jared, no, no, no. Jared Leto Joker, where he's like, ha, 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 no, like, I don't want him. Going to that extreme, like, I think he was the right level of nuts. No, he needed to be a little bit more. He needed to up it just a little bit for me. Because right now I'm like, Anthony Hopkins is just having a drink with Colin Farrell. Yeah. Like, it just it seemed like a little bit I would have phoned in. A you know, bit. I almost would have liked to see more of, because they, again, they do the thing where they see what's happening in the future mm-hmm. and see what the outcomes possibly just are. Because so bad. There's a... Um, Anthony Hopkins says he's got a gun and they're in this bar with all these cops mm-hmm. and Colin Farrell just kills a bunch of them and then they end up accidentally killing the waitress. Mm-hmm. And so it goes back and so Anthony Hopkins doesn't say anything because he'd be jeopardizing people's lives. Right. So he just stays cool. Um, Like, I think, like, I would have liked to see that scene maybe a little bit more. Like it, I think about, um, but then he cuts him and says, "You didn't, you, you weren't going." I don't yeah, remember because you he doing thinks that. about like what, what would he not see me doing? Mm-hmm. And so he just hits him in the head. But 
I, I want more like, of that. Yeah. I think more about... Yes, exactly. But I, it reminds me of um, the second Sherlock Holmes movie where okay. at the end they have the scene where like Sherlock Holmes is thinking out his moves, mm-hmm. but like Moriarty is countering and they're almost having like a fight without even moving. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see like, which I think is where there's some drawback with Anthony Hopkins in this. Correct. I I would have liked to see to be able to have, even if it's not like drawn out and crazy, just some sort of minor, like them psychically playing out what's going to happen in their heads, but not actually ever moving and almost mm-hmm. having like a psychic battle that, that way. That would have been, now we're bringing yeah. a different spin on right. something we've seen over and if, over. If again. you're going to go all in on the powers like that, Might then as do well. something cool with it yeah. and, and leave. Don't stop. Don't try to be Fincher. Just play to what the strengths are of the script. Mm-hmm. And that's, you have superpowers. But you did feel like they were trying to be Fincher, right? Oh, it was oh, absolutely God. trying to emulate it. Yeah. They were, they were definitely in 2015. To and you, they weren't emulating. Again, they're not emulating 20 or 2000s. No, ni- the mid 90s. Mid 90s. Yeah, mid 90s, early 2000 Fincher yeah. kind of a thing. Yeah, like Panic Room. Yeah, it, and it just, it didn't, it didn't work. I, I see where there was some nuggets of potential. Correct. With the story. Like, they could have done some very cool things. And there was some stuff that I didn't completely hate. But for the most part, this movie was just a big miss. I think it could have been something. I think the cast is great. I think the directing is awful. I think it's it's just suffers from that. I think you get an inexperienced director. They should have been someone. They should not have given a blank check to experience inexperienced, you know, director like yeah. this. Yeah. That's just me, though. I'm sorry, and I'm all no, for I, like giving people chances, but I just think this was the wrong move to do that to. This should have been a different director. Uh, I would have like maybe a Paul Greengrass. That's uh, the. Um, Born movies. I don't know. Something yeah. more action-wise. Yeah. That could also be... I don't know. There's just something... I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. And I, I'm even okay sometimes with this script. Like, I don't even think this script... I think the script suffered from a lot of, like, cutting yeah. out things that they're like, nah, we don't need that. And I'm like, well, maybe and, and again, you do. I think, I think part of it is... Maybe the- you need to have... Anthony Hopkins chew some scenes up, yeah. which he did a little bit. Right, but let's get more. Yeah, there was some great one, some mm-hmm. great like, um, like there was a scene where he he's telling Kate, which I don't yes. get the whole relationship with like all the characters. I'm like, what is going on? Like, neither you don't really feel it. And then Kate's like, uh, John, who is played by Jeffrey Dean Morgan, or Joe, excuse me, Joe, who plays uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he's worked with John before, right. Um, and so, like, they trust each other. Even though I didn't, didn't believe that. Yeah. But then she's like, um, she's just like, I don't get it. And is trying mm-hmm. to, like, talk with him. And honestly, Jeffrey Dean Morgan feels like he's phoning this in to me. No, he kind of does. <laughs> she <laughs> kind of, She's not my favorite, but she's at least yeah. emoting something. Yeah. At least she's trying with yeah. it. It just, it just seems... Nah, that's kind of a miscast as well, but like she's a fine actor. Yeah. Look, Jeffrey Morgan's fine too, as yeah. far as an actor wise. 
he just doesn't seem to be having a good time. I don't feel like he was feeling this one. No. And I know, like, I've seen him on other things where he's all in. And Mm -hmm. this one just didn't feel like it. I will say, like, uh, what I was saying was there was a scene where Kate is just like, what's your deal? Right. And he basically gives her this, like, psychic reading. Right. And they intercut it with, like, things that he's describing or that he's seeing about her. Mm. I thought that was a pretty cool scene. Like, I was just like, ooh, more of this. Like, Mm. it was kind of like showing off his power. Again, Focusing on him using his powers. That's what they're there for. Like, right. like yeah. show and do these things. Because otherwise you just have Anthony Hopkins saying, oh, this and this. And there's nothing telling right. us. Not, it's it like, seemed oh, like so it boring. either wanted to be rooted in reality or rooted in your psychic powers. Yeah. And it seemed like when it tried to do the psychic powers, it was struggling because it still wanted it to be reality. Yeah. And you could still do both, but you got to do it correctly. And yeah. they did not do it They correctly. needed to. I think that if maybe if they would have put it back the way it originally was, maybe because again, it's that translation of a translation mm-hmm. thing, and I think that's where the problem is lying in some of this because mm-hmm. they shoehorned in seven stuff or seven esque stuff, but I don't think they took it back out. And I'm wondering, like, if you would have turned this back into the original Solid Script, if if that would have been a better product. Yeah, this is a movie that like targets certain people and yeah. you see the trailer and go that could be interesting yeah and then those people went to go see it in the theater and had to be at least disappointed and then they they probably said they how was that movie solace and they were probably like yeah yeah it was fine it, and it's gotten it's gotten fine ratings and everything like that that's why i'm like it was okay i mean that's what i think um, no, this is not, you know, I say, you know, if, if you do like Anthony Hopkins, if you're a complete fan of Anthony Hopkins, go ahead and watch this. Yeah. Or, you know, Colin Farrell does a fine job. Colin too. Farrell does a fine job he, too. There's he, nothing wrong I think he does a good, both, the, when those two are on screen together. Correct. When they're on screen together, boom. But yeah. It's magic. But like, <laughs> outside of that, it's pretty. They're not. Iffy. But remember, he doesn't show up to like an hour into it. Right. We have a lot of Harry Dean Morgan giving me exposition. Right. Which is not something I want to watch, you know, on the big screen in the movies. Yeah. You know what I mean? Save him for the Winchester boys. Yeah. I don't care. You yeah. know what I mean? Nope. Sorry, but Agreed. that's just me. Yeah, I just don't think he's like a leading man kind of material. No, he... Well, and I think he could be, but like this was not the movie mm. for him. Like if you yeah. maybe if they switched something out, maybe it would have gelled more between everybody, but like it really did feel yeah. like he just you could it seemed yeah. like he was just there to like let's get this done. There's one thing that this movie also suffered from and it suffered from any type of humor. Because if you actually watch Seven, Seven actually is a funny movie. There are funny yeah. moments in Seven um through just like the interactions between Brad Pitt and um Morgan Freeman's character. Seven actually is a funny movie. This has no comedy at all. Yeah. I mean, there really isn't, is there? No, there there really isn't. I mean, they're talking about serial, you yeah. know, serial killers and, yeah. you know, terminal illness. There shouldn't right. be, like, flat-out comedy, but you can have light-hearted moments. Yeah. You know? So, interesting. I just found this out. So, uh, what you were saying where you were like, well, maybe it, maybe it sat around for a little while okay, or something. Okay, yeah. 
So it spent close to two years in the Warner Brothers vault. Oh, yeah. Being released. I do have. The movie then was bought by Relativity Media to release in the U.S. Oh. But then they never released it because then they went bankrupt after they oh, bought it. Oh, that's funny. So it sat again. And then eventually Lionsgate premiere oh. bought it. So it passed off between like three different companies over many years. So, yeah, I could see where that would be. Uh, yeah, part of the delay on that. Yes. It just felt out of time. I was trying to think of relative, is it relativity media? Relativity like, media? Right. Is that what you said? Uh, Yeah, relativity media. Oh, uh, gotcha. What does that mean? Well, because relative media acquired Trigger Street Productions. Owners Kevin Spacey mm. were given the roles of chairman and president of, well, that's probably why. Spacey <laughs> announced that he would not accept relativities. Offer that was in 2016, um, uh, yeah, and so on and so on. That's what I thought, and that's why I was like, I think there's more of a connection there. So maybe he was, maybe he was all about doing and bringing his character back and going, Ah, look at me, I can be John Doe. Yeah, but yeah. I thought his character died, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so why? Because that was wrath. Yeah, it was wrath. Yeah, because, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think it was, you think they were thinking it was going to be like U.S. uh, uh, U.S. Marshals, where it was like the same characters there, but different villains. Yeah. I guess villains is the word. The company began selling off previously acquired films, uh, Suffragette, Jane Got a Gun, The Bronze, The Space Between a Solace, Collide, Kidnap Before I Wake. Animal Crackers, don't know what that is, uh, but Solace was sold to Liongate, which is uh, where we're at now. So yeah, they had to be like just one of those things that kind of got lost in the shuffle. You know what I mean? Which is yeah. too bad because this was something that I thought at least had potential uh, to either I don't know break through a genre or even become a kind of a cult classic or like a six part miniseries kind of thing. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. You want to do some questions? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. What do you think is the best part of this movie? Um. <laughs> Look, the that editing at the beginning was atrocious. Yeah. That was some of the worst editing, and like some of the like flashback things, which I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. Um. Having said that. I really think that the combination between having Anthony Hopkins and um, Colin Farrell on screen is probably the best part of this movie. Yeah. Yeah, you know, that's pretty much all I, what I can say about it. Yeah, you know what? What about I, you? I think I have the exact same best part. Is like when yeah. the two of them are on screen together, it is like, wow. This yeah, is, it feels this like really something yeah. that could you know, light up yeah. even bigger. And, but when they're when Anthony Hopkins is on his own with other people, I feel like it just doesn't get played up as much. But yeah. the chemistry except her, she's okay with him. Bit. But like, and she's okay with Colin Farrell too. Yes, but I think the chemistry between Colin Farrell and Anthony Hopkins is mm-hmm. fantastic. Colin Farrell and uh, Harry D. Morgan or whatever his name is, yeah. great because <laughs> they had no scenes. No together. scenes together. Yeah, but um, okay. 
do you think this the connection to the first movie to seven is clear like the, what they wanted to do i mean it's clear the fact that they're trying to rip off seven yeah or like have some kind of thing um i mean the gruesome murders um why, why are they connected are they connected in some certain way yes and no i mean that's yeah. a hard question um, I can see, for me, I can see where they tried to make this a Morgan Freeman. Like, I could see Morgan Freeman, like, that it was probably geared for him originally. Mm-hmm. But it still doesn't mean it makes sense that he's suddenly psychic. No, it doesn't. It would have to be that there, were, there was a glimpse or there was a scene that we're not seeing in yeah. the original that could tie in and be all like, see, he was psychic the whole time and yeah. he just didn't want to use it, yeah. you know, or whatever. Yeah. Whatever it, bullshit um, thing. It, it reminds me, it just seems so weird. It's like, it's hand fisted. Yeah. It's like when Russell Crowe wanted to make a gladiator too. Yeah. Or, or like, when Russell Crowe wanted like to sing and lay Miz. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Right. Or like when Russell Crowe wanted to act again. Or like when Russell Crowe was in uh, Master and the Commander. As a, a ship pilot, ship guy. A captain? Yeah, captain. Yeah. A ship pilot. A ship pilot. Yeah. You know those ship pilot guys? What are they yes. called? Ship pilots. Oh, captains. Yeah. <laughs> ship pilot. I'll be your ship pilot on this on this boat. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be your ship pilot today. <laughs> Welcome to Carnival Cruise. I'm your ship pilot. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can see, I think, where they, were, they could fit him in there, but it's like... Mm-hmm. It's just, it would have made no sense. No. But, um, does this make you want to watch Seven? No. Flat out, no. Yeah, I This agree. movie doesn't, no. Um, do I have a soft spot for Seven? Yeah, I do, because it was one of those movies that saw, like, it was one of the first kind of, ooh, I shouldn't be really watching this in the movie yeah. theater. Yeah, Um, At a young age, yeah. but I am. Yeah. Um. Because like either my sisters were older, like maybe Shelby took me or someone took me. Yeah. Um. So it has that kind of, um, you know, memory to me. But this movie does not make me want to watch Seven. I'll watch it through, you know, a Fincher rewatch. Yeah. Of, of yeah. Stuff. I would. I mean, I'd watch Zodiac it as part of that. More but, of my, you know. Right. Yeah. I would watch it as part of that. But like, I gotta be honest. Like, last time I watched Seven, I was just like, it just didn't. Didn't do the same thing for me that it did when I was younger. When I was like, no, oh, I don't think it's yeah. no. I think it, it. don't think it dated well. Yeah, you know. But I personally, I, I don't. Know, I often think of it as like let's think let's think if it was now and then make it a period piece. Like it just kind of like yeah. do that. Yeah, with with my head sometimes to help yeah. me get through it. That yeah. aspect, but whatever. I got you. Um. Okay. The. Would you rather have seen this, or the intended sequel? Um, that is a really good question because is it possible to say neither? Um, it is possible. I'll take it. <laughs> um, honestly, to tell you the truth, there's something crazy about me wanting to watch eight just because I wanted to see what the fuck that would look like. Yeah. Um, but no, this movie, I'd rather watch this movie to tell you the truth. Because the ridicul- uh, the ridiculousness of Morgan Freeman's character um, having powers is that's dumb. Yeah, that doesn't need to be on screen. So this movie, you know, if I'm so, gonna choose, right? 
so here's the thing for me. This had potential. Yeah. So here's the thing for me. Like, I, I would, I'm part of me is interested to be like, what the hell is eight going to be? Because seven is named after the seven deadly sins. We said, well, what are you adding one in? You know, like you're going to add a new one. What the hell? Um, but like, I thought, well, maybe like nine because there's nine levels of hell. Nine levels of hell. Like in Dante. But also I'm like, but then that would be confusing. You go from seven to nine. So like I get eights in there, but like, I just don't know what they would do with it. Right. And I would almost be like, what? Like trying to figure out what the hell was it? Or like, did they uncover something new or like Mm. somebody's trying to, some serial killers trying to come up with an eighth deadly sin or something, you know, something crazy. Mm. Um, I mean, I might have watched it just for the sake of being like, oh, it's this. But like, as soon as you got the psychic stuff in there, that was just garbage. Yeah. Um, I mean, would you honestly, either way, I probably would have watched neither. (laughs) If, if the killer, if in eight, yeah, the, the serial killer had psychic abilities and Morgan Freeman's character didn't, and he kind of was all like, I don't believe that kind of stuff. I, I'm kind of, you know, skeptical of that. Yeah. Is that something that would not you? really, um, only, only in the way that the only way that I would accept that is if it was really ambiguous. Like the guy made it look That's like what I he mean. had That's what I'm psychic saying. powers. Yeah. But then you realize he didn't. He like, didn't. I don't want them Agreed. to ever come out and be like, it's real. Me like, too. I but like, to if it like was ambiguous and, and they would like, I yeah, could be behind that. Maybe I could get behind that a yeah. little bit, but. I just honestly like, but also, what's the point if he's retiring? Like in the movie, yeah. in the first movie, he's almost close to retiring. Yeah, that was the whole deal of that. I maybe so if, he's coming out of retirement. Maybe if maybe if Brad Pitt was a serial killer, I mean, that's the only thing after that he it goes could be. nuts. But then you get the the whole trope, uh, the the tired trope of the um, something bad happened to. Like an agent, and they're they trying to. Yeah, you get all that again. Yeah, you know that's been know. played out. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't think honestly, I don't think either way, I would really would have been <laughs> no. into it. But like, I could see where maybe it could have some potential with stuff, but I really can't get into it either. No, way, no, but, no. Uh, I can watch seven. Don't get me wrong, but yeah. Um. All right. Sum up your experience in two words. Oh, we're there. Yeah, we are. Um. Bad script, um, not bad script. Bad editing. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, the bad. The script was okay. Yeah. The editing was bad. Editing. I mean, bad aesthetic all around. Yeah. Like, make it your own. Don't emulate someone else. Yeah. Try to be. I mean, and if you do, pay homage to it, or build on to it. Like I, I listen to certain artists. I watch television shows. Or movies that have been influenced, but also um, gravitate towards something new. They bring something new to the table. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, for instance, like, Squeeze is a band that kind of sounds like um, uh, Elvis Costello, but they have their own kind of way. It's just kind of like one of those things, like a new wave kind of thing. I think that this should have been like that. Yeah. Where... Let's create something new. You have an opportunity to do that. 
you have a budget to do that, you have a, um, a studio behind you to do that, you're not doing it. Why? Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, I think with my work, I'm going to say faded copy. Mm-hmm. Only that, like, I really feel like I'm, I'd be more interested in, like, if, if Solace was just about the psychic detectives mm-hmm. piece facing off, like, he could have had some potential. Yeah. You know, free of all this other stuff. But I feel like it really was, like, they said, yeah, take this, but turn it into a Seven movie. And then when they got that, they were like, yeah, mm-hmm. but take this, now turn it into a psychic whatever movie. And so, like, yeah. it just, it's like, again, either photocopying photocopies where they start to get faded, mm-hmm. a la multiplicity, or like... <laughs> uh, you know, uh, a generation copy of a generation, yeah, like tra- translating a translation. Sometimes just, this isn't even like a part of that. It, it tries to be something else, yeah. but never amounts to anything. But yeah, it it yeah. does. It just doesn't work. All right, Solace should be a Sarah McLaughlin album and not a sequel <laughs> to Seven. That's my opinion. But where can people find us? Do we have another question, or is that our That's last it. question? That was it. Okay. Where can people find us, Jeremy? People can find us at thedeucepodcast.podbean.com, Google Play, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, all those Mm -hmm. kind of most podcatchers. You can also find us uh, at uh, on Facebook or at Deuce Podcast uh, on Twitter. Uh, You can hit us up there. Of course, there's also nophonynetwork.com, which is our uh, podcast network's website. Mm -hmm. So you can go there find us you can find all sorts of different types of podcasts we have sports we have you know drama we have yeah like dramatic or uh, you know like radio drama we have uh literature i mean we have all sorts of things so like be sure that you go in there check them out um stay tuned to those two because sometimes people have live updates where you can go and like watch mm-hmm. them live and do stuff about sports and community um so definitely go check that out mm-hmm. um, and, and make sure you bookmark that. Also, if you have any um, requests, if you want us to do a movie or if you want to come on to our show, uh, you can find us on those platforms and reach out to us and uh, we can hit you up from there um, and uh, and all that jazz, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, I will say we were going to do one more sneak wall. Um, we were, but that was going to be at the beginning of the month, and yeah. we kind of well, you know, and we we still could push on with it, but we came up with another idea using that sequel to try to do something down the road. We kind of want to wait a little bit, for yeah, it. and so it's gonna be it's gonna be an interesting one. So if we'll probably we have get around to it, yes. because who knows oh, what's going on. Happened. There, you know, there's there's a lot going on in the world right now. Yeah. We thought maybe it would be a little too insensitive to do yeah. um, a topic that would involve, you know, a deadly disease and an apocalypse. Yeah. Um, so we you know, we did not want to do something on those lines, yeah. um, just for and, you know purposes of of what's going on yeah. in the world. And, um, and we really wanted to do Born on the Fourth of July on the Fourth of July. on the Fourth of July. We did want to do but that. We, that would have been. Um, a sequel of Platoon. Yes. So um, and there's all sorts of these too. There's so all sorts of these. So if you find we, them, we might us, do sequel again know. down the road. So yeah, I think so. I think this is fun. This is something different and new. But we will be back next month. We'll be doing um, kind of our normal shtick. Yeah. Uh, you would say we haven't figured it out yet, but we'll keep you informed. 
Um, but until then, please, please get vaccinated, folks. Yeah, please. Get bow shots, too. Um, wear a mask if you want any form of protection. Yeah, be careful out there, guys. Uh, be careful out there. And remember, the sequel is king.